interesting phenomena. The same people who worship Fauci for saying things like, well, I would suggest that you lock your grandma inside of an outdoor building, maybe a shed or something, and then have the kids look at her from afar, unless she's had five boosters and the kids have had 15. They're all upset because they didn't vote for Joe Manchin. So what's actually going on? The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. Someone was joking on Twitter as regards Monday's podcast saying that I said, today is the day the Lord has made. It sounded that way. It is, what is it now? Second day doing the podcast with stuff shoved up the, uh, way up the sinus cavities. Guys, I so completely, I sweet talked myself. I was... I sweet-talked myself into this uh, procedure being, you know, instant relief. And figuring out, by the way, that I've got all this stuffing or dressing, stuffing, I'm not a turkey, this medical dressing shoved way up inside my head. That's sort of a relief because I was thinking, wow, what if my sinuses got worse? What if they just sealed everything shut up there? And this is the way I'm going to be for the rest of my life. It's like you can learn to breathe through your mouth uh, and I mean, and sleep that way. When I first started sleeping post-surgery, I slept maybe every half hour I'd wake up, (gasps) have to drink water. I could sleep a full 90 minutes now at a time and then wake up and drink water, go back to sleep. So the body is adjusting, but we're going to get through this the best that we can. And and I I can't do two hours. Uh, I I can't. Uh, So I will do the hour that I can and we'll do the essentials. And someone asked if I would take video of them pulling the dressing out of my head. No, (laughs) I I may take a family video, but no, I mean, no one really wants to see this. There is this sense in the world that, that, you know that phrase that politicians use, ordinary people? Oh, ordinary people, American people. There is a sense across the country that, that something is dreadfully wrong. The, the problem is most people who sense this have no idea what's actually wrong and what's actually going on. You know, when I started to look at the program, I was looking at the, the, the news and selected for the day and asking the question, how close is America to being communist? Then I realized that that's not it. This isn't communism. This is the China model we're watching being built around us. And that's not really communism. It's it's corporate authoritarianism. It is really, it's the thing that the left pretends to hate, fascism. That's that's what we're on the on the on on the cusp of seeing. But of course it goes deeper than that. It, it really does. That that as we go through the news today, I'd ask you, and I got a great note, and I'll respond to this when we get to listener emails. I got a great note, a challenging note from a listener named Linda. Todd, I've heard you say that your desire is to spread the word. Maybe letting us new to the word digest a bite instead of what times feels like force feeding. That's that's a great challenge. I'll read the rest of her letter when we come up. So for people in Linda's position, 
And, and guys, I love a challenging note at the ToddHermanShow.com. I really do. I, I want to build this with you. And I certainly don't want to shove things down people's throats. That's, you know, frankly, that's why I started the podcast. One of the reasons. And so people can self-select it this way. So Linda, that's, I appreciate the note. So for people new to the word, let me introduce this in, in, by way of what I'm watching in the world. I see people extremely rich and extremely powerful people with their fingertips on the world, just about to control all of it. They have a finger's grip on the, 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 the bodies of your children. They have a finger's grip on your pensions. Some of them have already stolen your jobs from you. They've already restructured the economy so only the supplicants can be law enforcement officers or people who just put their head down and said, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't sacrifice my job at this time. I've got to stay. Right? There's plenty of good cops who put their heads down and said, you know what? I, I, I want to be able to fight this, but man, I'm the only breadwinner. So there's people who have put their head down and said, you know what? I'm going to duck and cover. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through to retirement. Same thing with you know people in the military. There's, I know people in the military said, I taught, I can't leave. I have to take these shots. I know I know they're useless. I know they may be bad for me. I have to do it. So there's people who have been beaten up into doing these things. There's people who are now supplicants saying, oh, I'll gladly do this. And then there's people who have said, no, I, I will not. And they're paying a high cost. So the powerful have this fingertip grip on controlling the world. And they're doing it through the guise of, they tried it with climate. That didn't work because the emergency wasn't near term enough. Now they're succeeding at it with the guise of the COVID flu. Now, the reason I talk about this in relation to the, to the word is because this is so very biblical. So for people who are new to the word, like Linda, in Matthew 4, 8, Matthew discusses this, this happening, something that occurred to the Lord Jesus that he allowed to occur. He was taken into the, the, the desert and he was tempted by the devil. And the, the devil tempted him with a lot of things. And this is quoting the Bible. Again, the devil took the Lord Jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. You know, just me speaking. What they were showing, what the devil was showing Jesus is all this could be yours. If, if you simply bow to me, I'll give you all of this and you can rule it all because this is mine. I'll give it to you. And of course, the Lord Jesus said no, because the Lord Jesus was and is God and he knew the plan. So he, he refused the temptation, even though at that time he was also fully man. So we're warned in 1 Peter 5 through 8, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls like a rolling lion, roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So to Linda and others who are new to the word, when we're looking at things from a kingdom perspective, I think we see things like Fauci differently because we're looking at a series of happenings throughout time where the powerful have had these opportunities to own the world. Now, the powerful right now, they, they can feel it. They can taste it. It's right there in their grasp. In their grasp. Sorry, it's so hard to speak with this stuff up my nose. So from the very tip top, World Economic Forum people to complete functionaries like like uh, a King County or a Pierce County uh, Democrat chair, they to one degree or another they feel it. But taking it down to the the the, the level of the American people, here is a comparison to how seductive this is to so many people. 
So let's take the example, first of all, of the Fouch. So party members and Democrats worship the Fouch. Whatever the Fouch says on Monday, they follow. And if he completely contradicts himself the next day, they follow that. And they never step back to say, wait a minute, how come it keeps changing? Because they don't want that. They don't want their man God to be questionable. So Fouch was just on ABC and he was asked about, what do you do with grandma at, at the holidays? You said earlier this week that if you're vaccinated, you should feel comfortable traveling and, and celebrating the holidays with, with your family. Uh, do, you, do you still believe that? No, I do. If you are vaccinated and boosted and are prudent when you travel, when you're in an airport, to be wearing a mask all the time. You have to be wearing a mask on a plane. Uh, Do not do things like go to gatherings where there are people who you do not know what their vaccination status is. If you do that, and some people are even going the extra step or the extra mile, uh, maybe even getting tested when you have people coming over the house, we now have a much wider availability of point of care tests that you can get a result in about 15 minutes. So you might wanna do that. If you do these things, uh, John, I do believe that you can feel quite comfortable with a family setting, the dinners and the gatherings that you have around the holiday season. Nothing is 100% risk-free, but I think if you do the things that I just mentioned, you'd actually mitigate that risk enough to feel comfortable about being able to enjoy the holiday. So same people that worship a guy. When a little bit of good. For saying something like that. Sorry about the ads. Um, For saying something like that. Are the same people who are down on Joe Manchin. Now, let's do a comparison. You have Fauci basically saying, well, I would store your grandma in, if you have a garden shed, if you live in a rural environment and you have a gardening shed, you could store your grandma out there and let the kids look at her from afar. And it, I mean, it, it's you probably want to have a source of heat of some kind, maybe a, a candle uh, or maybe a couple of candles. And that way the kids can look at grandma. If you live in an urban environment, a lot of times there are abandoned cars, uh, particularly in the streets of Democrat run cities. And you could put your grandma in an abandoned car and then the kids could look at her from afar from within the apartment building. And that way, unless she's had five injections, and in that case, maybe she could stand outside the car. And everybody knows, I think, that I truly believe that Tony Fauci's a psychopath. I'm not, I, I promise you, I'm not mocking that. I do. I think he's a psychopath, which is why I think he does what he does and is good at it, good at the grift. So you'll get people who worship him for saying that. One man, one opinion that changes constantly, that always has the commonality of punishing people's freedoms. That's the commonality, always is. So you get examples of people taking that position and then running insane with it. There's a woman in Western Washington named Lori Jenkins. Uh, she's a Democrat. She's the, the House Speaker. She is an older woman who likes to run around in Antifa-branded jackets. And and, and Lori Jenkins has never hit anybody. She's never beaten anybody up. So Lori Jenkins said, we're going to wear masks forever because of climate change. Now, see these things cross back over. Now, Fauci being the highest paid federal employee, that's the money we know about. And I firmly believe that man is as crooked 
as as slightly whiplash's mustache to go back 70 years in a cartoon no one under my age has ever heard of. Crooked is the Snake River. Because few of the things could explain behavior like this. So, Fouch on the top of this, Jenkins also has seized control. Okay, she has been taken to the tower. She has seen the world. That woman has gotten passed in Washington State, the separate country of Washington, laws that give her more control over your children than you have. Okay, her party can shove wrong sex hormones into your kids at the age of 13. There's nothing you can do about it. You cannot stop it. And if you try, her party will seize your kids from you. CPS will come and say you're a danger to your kids. She has constructed a world in which your kids can be shoved full of highly addictive psychotropic meds called antidepressants against your will, without your permission, but you have to pay for it. She has been shown the world. She has it in her grasp. Fauci has the world in his grasp. So if you look at this from a kingdom perspective, then we understand times like this are going to come. This is why I've said these are the times in which God has decided we shall live. And we have these unique responsibilities. One of them from the perspective of people, and this is again with with great respect to my listener, Linda, and I truly appreciate the note that Linda sent me. Linda sent me a note saying, hey, look, those of us new to the word, Todd, could you slow down a little bit? You've said that it is uh, our, you know, your desire to spread the word. Maybe you could stop force feeding it to us. I love this note so much. I, I so appreciate this feedback. Those of us with what we would call a kingdom perspective are saying, okay, it's this time again. Where the roaring lion of Satan is looking for people to devour and where the tempter Satan is showing people on the high mountaintop, here's what you can have. And they sense it. Now, from a kingdom perspective, we know that this doesn't win, but from an earthly perspective, it's incredibly scary if we allow ourselves to be scared. The Bible says time and again, let not thy heart be troubled. Don't be afraid. So I don't fear Lori Jenkins. I don't fear the devil. It's scary to watch people fall under this spell. Now the comparison. So you have one person, the Fouch, making these decisions. In the separate country of Washington, you have one person, Jay Inslee, running things. In the separate country of California, Gavin Newsom, one person making all the decisions. And the party supplicants and party members, Democrats, they love this. But that's starting to change with Joe Biden. We'll get to that. So there's a bunch of blue checks on Twitter who put out this statement with Joe Manchin voting against the, the Build Back Better monstrosity. Joe Manchin saved the country from going through that. So here's the thing that people are tweeting, the blue checks on Twitter and these, these you know, Twitterati. Last time I checked, I didn't vote for Joe Manchin for president. Or this, mansion is mansion, but what kind of healthy democracy is structured in a way that we can allow one man elected by 290,000 voters in one of the least populous states to thwart the agenda of his party and the president who was elected with 81 million votes? We need structural change. What kind of change? We need structural change because you lost a vote count by one? Folks, this is the way this works. But you see that they are so close. They are willing to throw away the, the, the representative democracy 
that stitches that that holds this country together in any way. The electoral college is the only thing that makes this a country. Period. You scrap the electoral college, you have five cities that run this country. And guys, I'm going to tell you, that's not going to wash in North Idaho or, or, or places like this where I live. We are not going to accept uh, people who've never tended a forest tending ours. It's not going to happen. This, the electoral college is, is my opinion, one of the things that prevents outright violence from occurring. Because we still have a participatory democracy, even with all the problems in the voting structure, we have that. But compare this. At least Manchin is elected. But Fauci's not. But it is not about the person. It's about the control. They can see they've almost seized the world. You know, and it says biblically, the meek will inherit the earth. And by the way, meek doesn't mean weak. It doesn't mean frightened. It means people who recognize that we are not God. These people don't recognize that. They don't. Joe Scarborough had to respond to a lot of this because the hatred for Manchin is huge. Obviously, they're going to need Joe Manchin for anything that is passed over the next year. Uh, And of course, I'm sure they were angry. I'm sure they felt betrayed. I'm sure they're completely exasperated with trying uh, to to nail him down. At the same time, as I said yesterday, you could impeach Bill Clinton on Monday. He would invite you golfing on Tuesday and you'd be working on a bill with him on Wednesday because Bill Clinton always understood there was the next battle, there was the next bill, there was the next victory to be had. I was, I was quite taken. Uh, again, not because of Joe Manchin's feelings, just because of the realities of Washington, D.C. I was taken by those attacks and attacks by other Democrats, which we're going to read in a second, uh, which, which seems to invite Joe Manchin to become a Republican. Democrats think it can't get worse. Oh, it can always get worse. But they're going to find a way to isolate Manchin. They, they, they continue to believe this. And the focus on this one guy is the focus. Because for the past year and a half, these same people worship the actions of blue state governors in crushing small business because they can taste it in seizing control of children's bodies because they can taste it. In teaching racism by way of taking the country down, they can taste it. One of the most disturbing aspects of human psychology is that people want to be on the side of the winner, no matter who the winner is. I want to be on the side of the winner. So the great trick that the media polls is that everybody agrees with all this stuff, and yet they don't. The other great trick, and this is so phenomenal, I was musing over the weekend about the time the party has spent attacking common sense, punishing people for common sense. And the low-hanging fruit of this is, wait a minute, you let a man on the UPenn swimming team for three years now swim as a woman? (gasps) Transphobe! Oh my gosh, you're racing trans people! Um, Yeah, I don't think that we should have... People of color day only at schools. <gasps> Racist. People of color need their days at school where they can feel safe without whitey around. You're a racist. 
They've punished common sense. Expressing common sense is the only way that sometimes you could fight this stuff. Hey, it's common sense. We're a repu- we, we are a republic. That bill was defeated. We're a republic. That one man shouldn't have all this control. Oh, COVID denier. And it's so simple. You could just take it back to Sunday mornings in our homes. You sure got to climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday, at least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Now you can notice the timeline because he said hope and pray. One of the things the party has done, and this is so brilliant, is they have seized common sense. They have erased people's ability to express it safely. That is in terms of emotional safety or job safety. Truly, think of this. You could be fired for expressing common sense. A man is not a woman. Teaching racism is racism. I have natural immunity. Therefore, I'm not going to go get the injections. Common sense has been functionally outlawed and emotionally punished. But the American people still have it. And this is so encouraging. And it's also so instructive. Because as the American people express common sense, party members like Fareed Zakaria on CNN can't stand it. The only knee we take is to the Lord. The Todd Herman Show. You can write to us at thetodhermanshow.com. Be like Linda and control the programming today. And Linda, I do. I appreciate the note, the challenge. We'll get to uh, listener emails coming up. All right. This is it's so hard. Uh, look, I know that they're like, I'm thinking of dear our dear friend Rush, God rest him, and the last, the last two or the last year of his life doing radio. And here I am with the only thing wrong with me is I've got surgical dressing shoved way up inside my head. So I want to take just a second to recognize that a man with stage four cancer did what I'm doing three hours a day at the highest possible level. No one's ever going to understand how hard that was. And I don't think, I I think few people have enough respect for that because honestly, honestly, and I'm getting a little bit distracted here, but honestly, I don't think I've ever mentioned this before, but this is a fact. Uh, The week that Rush passed, I had expected him back at the radio show. Because I'd been told, right? We may have rushed back. And and he would have done it if he could have. So I should stop complaining about having this stuff shoved up inside my nose. I really just want to apologize that you guys have to listen to it this way. And I hope you can't hear the, the nose noises. Please tell me you cannot hear the nose noises. I can hear them in my headphones. I'm hoping they're not coming across the podcast. If so, please don't listen while you're eating. All right. So the... The, the fundamental fact is God has given us so very many gifts that one of the things God has given us is a sense of things, okay? The Apostle Paul, writing in Acts, talked about 
sort of the, the ways that people have salvation through God. He, he mentions the fact that prior to the law, which was the Jewish law, the Mosaic law that, that Moses brought down, um, there, was, there were people of faith that were rewarded for their faith prior to Moses bringing the law. God found people of faith and said, hey, I see you, you're righteous in my eyes. And then the apostle Paul recognized Moses went and got the law, saw the face of God, communicated that to people. You had the, you had the era of the law and the law served this purpose. Okay. And, and I don't have time to get into the law serving the purpose, but then you had the era of Christ. And in that era, then you had the, the ultimate salvation through Christ. But he also mentions people who had not seen the law, people who were not aware of Christ. And he mentions natural law. Okay. Natural law is it is wrong to steal. And you can test this with a baby anytime. Just a little baby, just walk up and take what it has. And the baby may cry. Nine times out of 10, the baby will cry. Or you'll see little kids get into a struggle and maybe one of the little kids becomes frustrated and slaps another little kid. And the little kid cries. You shouldn't slap me. That's wrong. That hurt. Kids also have a sense of things with their parents. Like if parents are struggling, children sense this and they can sense it in their gut. People have a sense of dangerous people, right? I, I, I firmly believe we don't listen to our gut enough this way. You know, I was in a convenience store in Washington state 10, well, no, because my daughter wasn't born. Goodness, really 20 years ago. And my wife, no, actually, you know what? It was when she was pregnant with our daughter. Because she sent me to get ice cream. And I went to this convenience store up the street and I was buying this ice cream and two guys walked in and then a third guy. And I looked around and I got an immediate sense. These guys are wrong. Now, I wasn't armed. And even if I was, I'm not going to stick around for three guys who are going to gun battle it out. So I left and I went to a different store and I got ice cream and I came back. I read the next morning there was a shoot 'em up in that store. I had a sense of these things. The American people have a sense that things are wrong. And it is deeply, deeply frustrating to people like Fareed Zakaria on CNN. And he goes through these incredible gymnastics to try to, I guess, figure out his mind. And and he's sort of processing out loud and emoting out loud to the CNN audience. He can't understand any of this. But first, here's my take. I have to confess, I find Joe Biden's unpopularity puzzling. He's rounding out his first year in the White House with the lowest end of first year approval ratings of any elected president in modern times, with the exception of Donald Trump. Why is this? Biden is a genial, likable person. Many of the policies he's pursued have been popular, even some with Republican support. The country is doing reasonably well economically as measures like unemployment, which is declining, the stock market, which is rising and interest rates demonstrate. So why did the latest CNN average of the polls have him at just 45%? Now, the best summary of the current situation would be it's complicated. No, it's not complicated. It's emotional. It's sensical. It's the natural law. People look at that man and they understand he's in control of nothing. If you're in an airplane and you're flying, and you're coming upon a storm. And this has happened to me, been in an airplane, and I'm trying to remember where we were, um, down south, oh, flying into Florida. 
And the pilot told us, hey, we're going to have to steer around about five tornadoes. So we're going to go up really high. We're going to we're going to make several turns. And it's going to get really bumpy, you guys, because at this point, if we turn around, here's where we have to go. I've made the decision as a pilot. We'll get through this. It's going to be bumpy. There's going to be no service throughout the rest of the flight. I'm asking the flight attendants to be seated for the remainder of the flight. We watched the tornadoes below us. It, it was it was a fascinating, b frightening for a lot of people. I admit that it was frightening for me a few times. But if we'd overheard the cockpit saying, oh, you know, I, I was a tornado once, uh, and so was my dead son, Bo. I, I, you know, uh, I, they're friendly. And we just, I look forward to the stiff, the stiff uh, flying challenge of flying through one. Your gut's going to say, uh, what? But this is the party. Fareed Zakaria cannot see this because Fareed Zakaria is blinded, like we talked about yesterday's program. Secondly, his side is so close to seizing power. He can't see the grocery store shelves you and I see where we go in and see how much meat costs. He doesn't have the experience of the gas pump that we do. He doesn't experience life in the same way. He's not bothered by the party seizing control of children. He's not bothered by the shutdowns of small businesses. These things don't bother Fareed because he sees over the horizon a time where his party gets to control everything. What that means is all the smart people will run things. All the smart people will finally settle things. So going back to a kingdom point of view, it's phenomenal that with the wash of propaganda, the propaganda defending Biden, pretending he's a healthy man mentally, that his approval ratings are this low. And Zarkaria mentioned Trump and the attacks on Trump were constant. They still are. This spark in people, something is wrong, is our spark to capture. It's our spark to say they're really trying to seize everything, aren't they? It's our spark to say to people, You see now that masks are going to be for global warming. You see now that not only does the mask stop the virus, which it doesn't, but somehow wearing a mask will mean that the carbon never leaves our body, that the carbon dioxide that we exhale never leaves our body. No one can possibly believe that. This is an opening that we need. If they're willing to seize everything at this level, what are they not willing to seize? This is the moment to show people, historically, the powerful get to this point. Historically, people know it's wrong. Historically, the fact that people are not behind Biden at this moment means that we have an opportunity to to stop the, the march but it requires Republican participation. And this is where we need to pressure these people because the Republicans see it too. 
they see a struggling Democrat in the White House to who we refer to as president. They see their chance to be on the mountaintop. They see their chance to have the splendor of the world. They see their chance to sell to their donors the bills their donors want to buy. They see a chance to take the House and the Senate and then the White House and then for four to eight years be able to sell to their donors everything their donors want to buy, which, by the way, doesn't include protecting your children from gender jacking, which doesn't include protecting your kids from Planned Parenthood, which doesn't include getting your freedom back from the people who want to punish you with injection traveling papers because all in all, the Republicans are fine with this. Kingdom thinking. We've seen these times before. Kingdom thinking. God warned us about these times. Kingdom thinking. What are we actually fighting for? We're fighting for godly processes in this country. We're fighting for the long term. And so Republicans, I am going to test you on the two following things. Are you pushing for laws that help build God's kingdom? And do you recognize that the traveling papers for the COVID are tyranny. You go through those two steps. If the any of those, those are just yes or no answers. If any of that is no, you're done with me. To me, this is how we rank politicians forevermore. Because if we don't, the march continues. Joe Biden intends sometime today to give a statement of stark warning to unvaccinated Americans. He intends to tell us what our winter is going to be like. I have to already tell you this, Joe. You have no effect over what my winter is like. You have no control over me, but that which my father grants. You have no control over whether or not I heat my house. I've got, I've got 400 acres of trees behind me. If I need to go cut them down, I will. You have no control over my food supply. If I need to go harvest, I will. You have no control over my water supply. I'm in an independent well system. You have no control over me in that regard, Joe Biden. You have no you have no control over me in terms of my state of mind, Joe Biden. You are inert to me because I quite understand that you are being allowed to do this so that we can show the people of the world that this is what it's like to have the party in charge. Because I see a time to show now, even people who voted for Biden, do you see how you were caught? And speaking of the con, to loop this back over to the political, the same people who are outright apoplectic and upset at Joe Manchin for voting the way his constituents would have him vote are the same people who support Fauci and Newsom and Inslee in being dictators and rulers. The same media disconcerted and upset at Joe Manchin are the same media that has refused to show the fact that Dick Blumenthal, who lied about his service in Vietnam, Dick Blumenthal, who up until a few months ago still belonged to a white-only country club. Dick Blumenthal. Dick Blumenthal, who lied through his teeth in the Kavanaugh hearings. Not that I support Brett Kavanaugh in any way, shape, matter, idea, faction, or form, since he's proven to be a blatant sellout, but I also don't support the lying. Dick Blumenthal went and spoke at a Communist Party event. And then he said he didn't know they were communists. He had no idea. He's just excited to go speak places. 
So Dick Blumenthal is getting away with saying he didn't know they were communists. But listen to this. This is, first of all, the woman who introduces Dick Blumenthal. And then a little bit of Dick Blumenthal stepping to the stage after Dick Blumenthal was introduced by this woman. Thank you all. This is a beautiful tribute from all of our labor leaders honoring how important the Communist Party is in our movement, um, not just in Connecticut, but across the whole world. And indeed, this has been a very extraordinary year. Um, really two years with the pandemic, but this year we've seen the pandemic revealing an even wider systemic divide in terms of um, exacerbating racism and inequalities and a huge strike wave sweeping the country. And today, now we have a very special surprise guest. Our state senator, Richard Blumenthal, is here to be part of the awards today and to share some appreciations and recognition of the awardees. So please welcome Senator Blumenthal. He just steps right up there. Thank you so much. Uh, I am really excited and honored to be with you today and to share this remarkable occasion. Now turning At any time he wanted to, he could have said, wait, you're communists? I'm out of here. The place where we stand is that Dick Blumenthal felt safe doing that. The place where we stand is people cannot see what communism actually is because common sense has been stolen from them. The place where we stand is the same people who are upset with Joe Manchin are not upset with Dick Blumenthal. What are we seeing? We're seeing corporate interests. We're seeing technocrats. We're seeing international billionaires and gajillionaires. We're seeing Prince Charles. We're seeing them all on top of a high mountain. All of them looking across the expanse of the world. All of them saying, wow, we can control where people travel. We can block them from purchasing groceries if they don't agree with us financial or uh, in terms of social justice and environment and governance. Wow. We're kicking people out of the labor force because they will not take an injection. We told them to take. Wow. We're inches away from controlling the food supply chain. And Prince Charles is asking for more. And Fauci's asking for more. And Biden just about delivered build back better, but Joe Manchin stopped it. They're on the top of the mountain. Satan is tempting them. Now, let's not let him tempt us. Ours is not to fear. Ours is to recognize God is in charge. Ours is to recognize God in heaven. Ours is to go to our friends on the tiniest little openings and say, do you think wearing a mask can stop global warming? Do you think it makes sense that a triple so-called vaccinated grandma cannot see her triple so-called vaccinated grandchildren unless they're outside in 10-degree weather. Do you think any of this makes sense? Or do you feel in your gut, do you feel in your gut that something's not right? Are you getting a warning sign that something is not correct? That's the key turning on their emotions to something is not. The only knee we take is to the Lord. 
Todd Herman Show. Oh, boy, guys. I don't know how Rush did this. He had stage four cancer. I've got stuff up my beak. I guess that's why he was the ball. All right, to the notes we go. ToddHermanShow.com, where you can leave us a message. Linda writes, Todd, I've heard you say your desire is to spread the word. Maybe letting us new to the word digest a bite instead of what times feels like force feeding. Your analysis on COVID and its significance in the global body politic is chilling, but I fear correct. Thank you for your passion and your perseverance. Linda, thank you so very much for your honest appraisal of the program. I do want to say, I think people like me who've made this turn in life where God is going to be at the center of what I do, I think that we are become very zealous. And I think I'm so excited to feel like I'm working alongside the goals God has, that, that my life is now plugged into that, that maybe I could cross over into doing something I didn't want to do, which was to purely proselytize. There's a balance we're finding here. God will be at the center of the program. That's not going to change. But we are a political show that also covers politics. And I am so deeply thankful that you provided me this barometer that for some people, this is coming across as too much proselytizing. It doesn't mean that God's not going to be at the center. God's always going to be at the center of this program. But it means I hear you. And so I'm going to try to take special steps to make sure that as we go through the program in this way, that I respect people who are new to this because I certainly don't want to turn you off with force feeding. So thank you so much for the note. By the way, I would ask you, I would ask you as you become familiar with the word, to look at God's design for our bodies and COVID. And tell me, what part of the analysis I've been able to offer comes from my knowledge of the bodies God gave us in his image? That's maybe just one thing to think about. Great nickname here, uh, Chocolate Beats Prozac. Dear Todd Herman, Mayor of Sainville, why would the administrators of the hospital where I work be refusing to move patients out of the intensive care units when they no longer need that level of care? Is it a payment issue? Yes. Is it for the purposes of telling the media that the ICUs are packed with COVID patients? Yes. At this time, local hospitals are crying to the media, which they own through advertising, that they're overwhelmed with COVID. In actuality, they reduced their bed numbers and caregivers over the past several years by 25% or more. Then they chased off more staff this year with the COVID jab diktats. Saturday overnight, there were nine admitted patients per nurse in the emergency room. That's ridiculous, considering that many of those patients are critically ill and a third of them on hold. This crisis is largely constructed by this administration. By the way, I discovered you as a Rush listener and followed you to the podcast of the KTTH show, then down to the podcast only show, Great Job and God Bless, from Chocolate Beats Prozac. Great note, great nickname. I hear this from people in hospitals nearly everywhere. To the caregivers, guys, you have a choice. It is to do harm or to speak of the harm you're being told to do. There are scarier things than losing your job. And we're going to be here for you. But I offer you a glimpse of the future. The glimpse of the future is sometime or another, people will awaken to what they were caused to do. Sometime or another, there are instances where people get so drawn up into the moment and into achievement and into gaining the world 
Sometimes they fail to see what they're losing. How many people once involved in the abortion industry believed clump of cells? There's there's a, a huge number of people who believed the clump of cells argument. There were people who believed in the ice pick lobotomy. That was the way to solve depression because the medical experts said so. There were people who believed, yes, I'm simply ending a clump of cells. There's no life involved. And then they stepped back and said, dear God, what have I done? So my request for people who are caregivers is to simply ask yourself five questions. Why have we never done this for the flu? Which is far more deadly for most people than COVID. If you don't have a clear answer on why this was never done to the flu, why is it being done now? Why did every significant change in how deaths are counted and illnesses are counted serve the purpose or at least have the result of making COVID appear worse? Why have we ever done that? Do you honestly believe that in the year 2020, we made the magical discovery that a simple piece of cloth will protect the world against the deadliest virus we're told has ever existed? Do you honestly believe that? Do you honestly believe there's any such thing as one-size-fits-all medication? If you do, I encourage you to read the back of an aspirin bottle and see the warnings and admonitions thereon. Lastly, do you honestly believe that injections that don't work should be forced upon people who don't need them for a condition from which they have already recovered? When these injections, by orders of magnitude, carry the biggest risk of death and serious injury of any actual vaccine in history, When you listen to those questions, I invite you to consider this. I had the opportunity once to attend an art exhibit. The woman who had been through Dachau. And to hear her words. And the words of some of the physicians. Physicians. Who got to test drugs. On prisoners of war. And they wept. We honestly thought we were doing the right thing because the authorities said we were doing the right thing. I promise you, I am not comparing you to Nazi physicians. I'm not comparing you to Joseph Mengele's. I'm not. But I'm asking you this. If you don't have clear, crisp answers to the dynamics I just discussed, why are you doing it? If it's for a paycheck, so were they. There are scarier things than losing your job. And we're going to be here for you. The world's going to thank you one day for standing with the truth. It's an abbreviated show today. I apologize for no second hour. If there's gross sounds coming through the mic, I further apologize, guys. We'll do our very best to get through this. This is the Todd Herman Show. Go be well, be strong, be kind, and please be right with God. The only knee we take is to the Lord, the Todd Herman Show.